Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Welcome to Crossroads Generation, a learning by ear radio novella brought to you by DW. So much has happened in Dance, Nikki's and Mercy's lives recently. But before we dive into our 10th episode, A Tale of Two Brothers, let's recap on recent events. The rivalry between Dan, the new boy from the neighboring country, and Nikki, the class prefect, escalated when the two boys started fighting at school. That's it, Dan. I've had enough of your stupid comments and bad attitude. We'll settle this here and now, like real men. Bring it on. I've just been waiting for the opportunity. Oh, yeah? Both boys are chasing after Mercy. This hurts her best friend Trudy, who's in love with Dan. So Trudy has secretly teamed up with Nikki to get him together with Mercy. So, if you help me get closer to him, I'll help you with Mercy. As you know, Dan and I aren't exactly the best of friends. So how do you expect me to help you? Simple. You have to make him your friend. But before we see whether Trudy's plan works out, let's make a detour to Laboria, the neighboring country Dan comes from. His father Kanyama is sitting in a cafe with a beautiful woman. But wait, isn't that Lena, Masi's aunt? Oh, Kanyama, it's so good to see you. I haven't seen you in such a long time. Did you miss me too? Lena, stop it. You don't understand. We have a very big problem. The two young workers you brought to me from Kisimba have gone missing. What? Kanyama, how did that happen? They were in your care, in your minds. How is this my problem? Don't pull that trick on me, Lena. You're the one who supplied the workers to me and now they've disappeared without a trace. You have to find them and bring them back. But where would I even start? We agreed that once I brought them to you, you'd handle them from then on. All I got from you was the money they earned. That was the deal. Yes, I know what we agreed. But this is the first time something like this has happened. Since you brought them here and you know their language, you're best suited to find them. Ah, we underestimated them. That was our mistake. We thought our threats would scare them enough to stop them running away. But it seems that wasn't enough. Kanyama, those boys come from one of the biggest slums in the world. They're used to threats. They're survivors. Did I tell you their father used to send them out on the streets to beg for money and they would come home with more than their father earns in a month? You make them sound like some kind of action heroes. Listen, I need to find them before someone else does, especially the police. You know the reason why. Yes, Kanyama, I do. Don't worry. We'll find them. They may be street smart, but I don't think they'll be able to cross the border from Laboria to Kisimba and make their way home. I'll find them. You'd better find them, Lena. The sooner, the better. So, what happens to my monthly payments? What payments, Lena? How do you expect me to pay you for workers who aren't there? Find them first! And when you do, bring them straight to me. I need to make sure they don't talk to anyone about what goes on in the mines. Excuse me. I'll have to take this call. Yes? Kanyama speaking.
Hey, Dan. How are you going, man? None of your business. Oh, listen, man. I've been thinking about this rivalry thing between us, and I think we need to put a stop to it. We should call it truce, huh? Hmm. No. I don't trust you. As Melarat, I can tell you're up to something. No, Nikki. We can't be friends. But we don't have to be enemies either. If this is about Mercy, I say let Mercy decide for herself. Simple as that. Ah, you fool! I will make your life in this school so miserable, you'll regret you ever came. Aha! <laughs> now the chameleon is showing his true colors. Nikki, you can't beat me in anything. Not in class, not in a fight, and definitely not for Mercy. If you think you win her over by giving her money, then think again. Mercy is mine. She comes from Kisimba. She'll never fall for a foreigner, especially not one from Laboria. So just go ahead and get a girl from your own country. Huh. Oh, so you know about my little gift too? Who told you? Was it Trudy? You're not the only one with money, Dan. And I'm warning you. From now on, you're going to find your stay in this school so unbearable that you'll soon be packing up and taking the next bus, flight, whatever you need to get back to Laboria. Mark my words. Hmm. Mercy, are you still studying? Yes, but I'm almost finished. We've got our first test soon. Mercy, I can't sleep. So much has happened. I feel as if I'm going crazy. Shouldn't you be talking to Dad about this? Or a doctor, maybe? No. Your dad is not even here. You know him. He'll come home in the middle of the night, too drunk to even hear what I'm saying, let alone understand it. I'm sorry, Mom. But I don't know how else I can help you. Mercy, don't you miss your two younger brothers? How come you never talk about them? You act as if they don't even exist. Of course I do. But Dad always ignores me if I even mention them. I wonder about it too. But maybe he's right. And they're better off now that they're with Auntie Lena. And didn't you agree with Dad about this idea? Yes. But I didn't really have a choice. We were living from hand to mouth. And there wasn't enough space for all of you. You were growing up. You couldn't continue sharing a bed with them. I see. But at least we were one family. Now there's this new house with almost everything I ever wished for. But I feel so sad. I am more unhappy than I ever was before. You'll get used to it, Mom. That's what I'm trying to do. One more thing, though. Mom, mm -hmm. did Dad get a new job? I mean, a few days ago, we couldn't even afford to buy me a school uniform. The two of you were even thinking of marrying me off for the dowry. Now, suddenly, we're living in this new house and we even have a television. Mercy, my child. As far as your daddy is concerned, I am as much in the dark as you. All I can say is, let's just try to enjoy it and hope it stays the same. sending me a message at this time of night. Some people simply have no sense of decency or time. Excuse me, friends. I'll be right back. 
Len, what does my sister want from me? <laughs> Let's see. Hi, Msoto. Just to inform you that your boys have gone missing. But don't worry. I'm doing all I can to get them back. Greetings, Lena. No, no, it's not true. I don't believe it. <laughs> Let's find out. Hello? Lena, speaking. Uh, Lena, I just got your text. <laughs> what do you mean? My boys have gone missing? You must be kidding. Are you making it up to hurt Lulu? Huh? What do you have against my wife? Huh? By the way, I need some money. It's been a while since I got some from you. I'm sort of my brother. Why will you never take me seriously? <laughs> And that telephone conversation between Msoto and his sister Lena brings to an end this 10th episode of Crossroads Generation. What will Lulu do when she hears the news about her two sons? And what does Nikki have in store for Dan after trying and failing to make friends with him? Find out all this and more in the coming episode. If you want to listen to this episode again, just visit our webpage at bw.de forward slash lbe. You can also follow us on Facebook. Until we meet again for the next installment of the story, bye-bye and take care.